Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mom Biz Solution Show. I'm your host, Laura Galloway, the Mom Biz Coach and co-author of Moms Mean Business, a guide to creating a successful company and a happy life as a mom entrepreneur. Happy January, guys. Hope you are slipping into the new year and making it your own. Um, (laughs) I don't know if I am or not, to be honest. I'm still laughing trying to get my head on straight after having a, a weekend off and a and an extra day off on Monday for MLK Day and then another day off because schools were closed due to icy conditions. And I know my mama friends in Oregon are worried that their kids will never, ever go back to school thanks to school closings right now. So <laughs> these are the sort of things that make us mamas go, hmm, and really wonder if we are going to get started off to the new year. And uh, that's how it goes sometimes. And, you know, that's that's kind of the the thing that we need to talk about on the show today. I feel like one of the things that I forget to talk about a lot because I talk about it a lot over the years and it feels like one of those things like, oh yeah, I've probably said that before or, oh, I've probably talked about this a thousand times and working with, um, you know, my marketing director and looking over some of our, our older podcasts, I'm like, wow, actually I haven't talked about some of these things in a while and they're the biggest most fundamental things that cause the biggest shifts and make the biggest difference for people and those are these mindset shifts that happen you know it's so funny I mean you know when people ask what I do and I say well I'm a business coach I'm a life coach it's always really easy to talk about the work I do as a business coach saying you know let's you know review my clients financials let's take a you know take stock of goals that we have for this year and see whether or not we achieve those goals and you know where we want to grow the business next year let's look at you know key performance indicators all that stuff it sounds legit right well and it is and you know owning your numbers and being really clear on your metrics and setting goals that move you forward in your business every year absolutely makes a huge difference but you know what else does (laughs) it's that stuff that's a little harder to explain and a little harder to quantify and it's stuff that honestly changes lives. I mean, it's, it's mindset. You know, do you think about, we, we probably don't think about mindsets all the time because they're, they're hard to see, frankly, and they're even kind of hard to articulate sometimes. And the really crazy thing about it is oftentimes they, a mindset is something that is, you know, I like to say running the show or driving the bus or, you know, I have a thousand metaphors for these things because I tend to be a metaphor user. But a mindset is something that really sets the stage for what you can and can't do, for what is and isn't possible, for why you believe what you believe, and why you don't believe the things you don't believe, no matter how often somebody else tries to convince you of it. And these can be really sneaky things, okay? And, you know, you you can hear about it in the media all the time. You can hear people talking about you know, have a positive outlook and don't limit yourself. You don't, don't, don't have self-limiting thoughts. And you can hear that. And then you can 
go, you know, you can be listening to someone or talking with someone and all of a sudden have a complete and total aha moment that you too are functioning inside of a mindset that you have. In fact, like all of us are. And, and a mindset can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. It can be positive, negative, whatever. It's not necessarily all good or all bad. But we have them. And the, the thing that makes it tricky is not being aware of it. So that's what I thought I would do as a great start to the year. I thought to help you truly own 2017 and take control of it, the first step in that is for you to be able to see, articulate, and take responsibility for the mindset that you do have, the mindset from which you are operating and making decisions. And let me assure you, you are. You right there sitting there listening to this podcast right now, you are making decisions based on a certain mindset you have. What is that mindset? Can you articulate it? Can you own it? Can you say very, you know, full responsibility, this is what I believe and how I feel, and this is where I'm making my decisions from this year? And if you can, great. You've probably done some pretty, pretty good, smart work on yourself and being able to, to think that sort of thing out. And if you can't, no worries. This is what we're going to do. Over the next few podcasts, I'm going to make this a, a series because it's, there are so many, <laughs> so many different kinds of mindsets. I want to try to uncover some of the big mindset blocks that I deal with with my clients all the time and that I deal with with myself. So I always, always, always want to make sure that I stay related to you, my listeners, and to my clients. By I'm happy to tell stories on myself. I absolutely don't want you to think I am perfect and I have it all figured out. And if you're just like me, then you too can be successful. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. Um, you know I'm not that kind of coach. So I am happy to share some of the things that I struggle with. And one of them, one mindset I had, was all about, I love, I guess just if you put it in the terms of thinking about how other people see you. I grew up in Augusta, Georgia, and it's kind of funny. It's so great that I was born and raised there because in so many ways it helped me figure out what I wasn't. I felt like there was a certain mindset, and I, this is a word I used and realized at that time frame. I felt like there's a mindset of that community that I just didn't share, and I don't know why, but I always felt like I didn't belong there. I always felt like an outcast, like the the black sheep, <laughs> and um, and I really wanted to get as far away from it as I could. And that mindset, again, there's it's not black and white, good or bad. That mindset was something that propelled me to choose a graduate school 3,000 miles away from my hometown. I wanted the chance. I remember saying this to my boyfriend, now husband, that I wanted the chance to break free from how others saw me. I wanted a chance to see who I could be. And I felt like that person was somebody different. And I, I didn't know who it was, but I just knew I had to get away from how other people saw me. Now, you may hear me saying this right now, and you may be going, Laura, that's not about what other people thought of you. It's not how other people defined you. It's how you defined yourself. And you're exactly right. That's the part I didn't see in all of this. I felt like other people were limiting me. Their beliefs of who I was and who I needed to be were limiting me. So in my smallish town of Augusta, my family, I would blame them for limiting me. 
My friends were limiting me. My employers, my teachers, they all had these ideas of what I was going to be or couldn't be. They were limiting me. That's, what I, that's how I saw it. That's what I thought. And that's okay because, again, I'm not demonizing any belief there. That belief helped me propel my life in a certain way that I have um, a lot to be grateful for. So moving away as far as I could get from every single person I knew and moving to a place where I knew absolutely not one single person <laughs> was uh, turned out to be a really good thing for me to do. But that's the key is that I had to I, – I didn't quite fully grasp the idea that I had a mindset that wasn't necessarily empowering me, wasn't necessarily serving me. It took me a little while to figure that out. Another way to name that, to call it that, because I, I was, this is what I was seeing it as. I was thinking that I was feeling defined and confined by the way other people defined me. So the words define and confine are similar, right? To define something and to confine it. To confine it is to keep it in a certain space. To define it is to give it a specific meaning, right? And when we think about that, I didn't want to be different opportunities that I'd grown up to be. So I I really felt I needed to break free. And why does that even matter? Why does it matter how you define yourself? Well, it does, right? Because if I ask you, if you took away a piece of homework from this podcast, I would ask you to take down a few notes and just to write down what is your self-definition. And this is not idealism. This is not beating up on yourself. Just how do you define yourself? And I can tell you, I mean, it's, it seems like a really simple question, as all of these crazy life coaching questions do, <laughs> and as they are, but they have a lot of impact, don't they, when we think about them and when we actually try and, and work them out for ourselves. So what would you give yourself? What is your self-definition? How would you define yourself? And I ask you just to do that, again, without judgment, good or bad, and without idealizing it, without making it something that you want to define yourself, but just something that you define yourself, okay? And after you do that, so, of course, this is, this is a, a process where you're going to need some time to, to go slow and think and reflect, and I can't give you all that time in the podcast. It's a little bit weird to have a lot of dead air, right? So, but if you can get away from this podcast later and just go do this process and just give yourself the space to stay still and be focused and think about what is my self-definition. And there's no right way or wrong way to do it. I'm not going to give you any more pointers. Just write that down and see what comes up for you, okay? And then after you do that, and again, only after you exhaust all the thinking that you can do there, let your mind go to thinking about what sort of limits does that definition impose upon you you know so for instance i'll tell you i one of the first ways i'm going to define myself is a mother that generally is one of the first things that would pop out of my mouth if somebody asked me to tell them about myself and in that honestly that's one of those things that's right always on the tip of my tongue because it's it has so much to do with how i think of myself and if i wrote down mother. And then I asked myself, what limits might such a self-definition, you know, I have various other ways, but let's just start with the one. What limits might that self-definition give me? Well, you know, as a mom, I can't have um, a, a really big corporate climbing ambitious career. I can't do that because 
that means I will have to sacrifice my family. I can tell you that is a belief that I have. Now, that doesn't mean that it's true, and it doesn't mean that I can't do other things, but it is a belief I have right now. And it's something if I wanted to shift gears, I'd have to do some work around that because I can tell you it would be a challenge for me to feel like I could have the priorities that I have and the goals that I have and still be able to be um, you know, ambitious in a career in a corporate world. That would be a very different thing for me. So I'd have to do some work on that. It's not impossible, but it is a belief I have, and it does limit some of the options for me. I am not limited by the world. I am choosing to limit myself by that self-definition and by the limits that I think that definition has. So that's just an example of the kind of stuff I'm going to talk about. I want to go deeper into it, though, in each one of the upcoming podcasts and talk about that a little bit. I want to talk about the limiting belief, like I had an amazing um, aha moment with a client a couple of weeks ago who was really struggling with some of the goals we were putting in place that we had agreed. We've been working together for almost a year, and we had agreed these key performance indicators, these metrics, you know, how many clients, what the profit margin was each month, what was their, you know, expenses, what was their um, uh, payroll, all the stuff that we were tracking, we had decided these were the metrics that mattered. And as we were measuring her each month, I noticed the wind was just going out of her sails. Even though she was meeting all the goals that we set, I noticed something was off. And when I called her on it, there was this amazing revelation. And I want to talk to you more about it on the next episode. But it was this amazing revelation that was holding her back. And it had a whole lot to do with continued success. That if she continued to be successful in this job, it was going to make certain things impossible for her. It was going to make a certain dream disappear. And so once we figured it out, huge things shifted and huge things became possible. So I just want to whet your appetite with this discussion, guys, because it's a rich one and there's so much there. I would love to hear from you and your mindset blocks. If you want to send me an email and let me know something you're working against, I'd love to include it in the show. Just send me an email at Lara. That's L-A-R-A at MomBizCoach.com. I hope you'll tune in next time. I'll see you then. Take care.